Welcome to the With Clarity and Purpose podcast with your host, Janet Borrego. Each week, I bring you an inspiring person or message to empower you to live life on your terms so you can be who you want to be, do what you are meant to do, and have the life you deserve to have. We will provide you with practical and cutting-edge approaches to continue getting clarity and direction on your path, mastering your mindset, and gaining confidence to tap into your inner wisdom so you can live on purpose. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the With Clarity and Purpose podcast. I am beyond grateful that you are here with me another week. And let me start by being completely honest with you. Today's podcast episode was supposed to be around something else completely different, which is actually my two-year anniversary of my transition from my nine years corporate career to full-time entrepreneurship. It was on April 21st, and I cannot believe it has been two years already of being a business owner, of doing this entrepreneurship journey that can be very fulfilling, and it's also equally challenging. So I'm going to record another podcast episode to give you all the juicy details. Having come from corporate to full-time entrepreneurship, I want you to know about the journey. If this is something you want to aspire to do or you want to aspire to do something completely different. There are so many synergies. There are so many similarities in the journey from corporate to entrepreneurship. So many lessons that can apply to any other context in your life, to be honest with you. But that we are going to leave for the next podcast episode. For today, I want to talk about a topic that is dear to my heart a topic that through coaching clients, through the clients I've been coaching, through my own experience, I think it's very relevant to all of us who are pursuing to get better, to grow spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically, because this is part of the journey. And what we are going to talk about today is about what to do when you lose momentum, what to do when You're on track with your goals and suddenly you get off track. And this feeling can be described like taking a step back. So many times when I experience this from my coaching clients and even for myself, it feels like whatever you have done in the past, all of that doesn't exist anymore. It feels like you have gone backwards, which honestly is not true at all. Because all the energy and effort you have put into following through with the goals that you're working on, it is a lot of credit on your behalf. It is credit that you must account in order for you to continue moving forward. But when you hit a pause into your goals, when you hit a point that you feel you are stuck or stalled, it feels like you haven't done anything. It feels like there is no change happening. It feels that there is no progress happening. And so many times when we are in that moment, we also become paralyzed by indecision. We also become overwhelmed by the negative thoughts, the self-doubt, because 
we think at that moment that temporary defeat means permanent failure. And that is not true at all, my friend. I can tell you in the journey of starting a new skill, if the journey of creating a new habit, in the journey of achieving a goal, it is not about the destination. It was never about the destination. Once we get to that destination, guess what? You're going to set a new one because it's never the destination. What matters is the journey. What matters are those muscles of resilience that you build in order for you to, whenever you get off track, you get back on track. You get off track, you get back on track. At the end of the day, that's what matters. And also the the skills and the characteristic of being hopeful, of keeping that vision in mind, your why in mind, because in the moments that it doesn't matter what you're pursuing, when it gets challenging, what is the thing that is going to pull you out of that challenge is having a vision, is having a dream, is having hope, is having faith. At the end of the day, that's what life is about. Having a bigger vision than the one you think you can accomplish because that's going to be your motivator as you move forward. And having that resilience muscle to never, ever give up, to keep trying and trying and trying because you know that it's a matter of timing until you get there. And when you get there, there will be another goal. That's why I say it's about the journey, not the destination. I was having a session with one of my amazing one-on-one coaching clients. We are working on career and a book that I assigned to all of my coaching clients is The Slight Edge. It's all about taking small, consistent actions that lead to long-term staggering results. And she was talking about, I always ask my clients, hey, what was your key takeaway? And how are you going to apply it? Because coaching is all about, let's take action. It's all about applying those concepts. It's all about applying the knowledge because that's where the power lies. People say, oh, knowledge is power. I don't agree with that. Knowledge is potential power. Action is a real power. And this is something I got from Tony Robbins and also one of my teachers, my spiritual and NLP teachers. Knowledge is potential power. But if you don't use that knowledge, that's not going to become real power. So we were having our session and we were talking about this concept of there is no destination. There was never a destination. It's all about the journey. And so many times when we stall in the progress of our goals, when we lose faith in the progress of our habits, is because we are attached to the outcome. It's because the only thing that sometimes we're focusing on is the outcome. And in the process of that attachment towards the outcome, we have forgotten to enjoy the process. We have forgotten to really have fun and and really be there for the journey. And I can tell you, I mean, I see this so many times. My coaching clients, when they are installing new habits, when they are working on their meditation practice, when they are working on improving anxiety, when they are reprogramming their minds, their body to be better communicators, be better leaders. I see all the time. And I also see it on myself. I'm a human being. One of my clients the other day, she was telling me, two of them actually, they were telling me, how are you so consistent? How you don't fall off track? And I was telling them, that is not true. I do fall off track and I am not consistent 100% of the time. But the only thing I focus on whenever I fall off track, which happens 
is getting back on track. And I'm telling you this because these last few months have been challenging for me, to be honest with you. Even though I had the best three months of my business in terms of revenue, in terms of opportunities, I mean, when I look at the big picture, everything is going great. It felt like at the beginning of the year, I just lost momentum. And not only momentum of achieving, because I'm still achieving, but momentum of the mental and emotional aspect of asking myself, where am I heading? Is this making a difference? And then I look at my long-term direction, which is part of my coaching program. I do it for myself too, of course, because all of the techniques and skills I coach my clients on, I got to practice it myself. I think integrity is really important. And then I look at my avatar and my aim, which is the long-term direction, and I realize I'm still aligned. I'm congruent with this purpose. And I still feel I lost momentum. I still feel the drive, the productivity, the go-go-go that I had a few months ago. I don't know where it went. And I started looking within myself. And one of the things I did was allowing myself to process those emotions allowing myself to welcome whatever I was experiencing instead of running away from it or instead of thinking that it's bad, instead of when we start judging the way we feel, when we start judging our emotions or our behaviors in a way, that's when we create aversion. And aversion is one of the causes for suffering because then you leave the present moment and you're in a state that you wish It wasn't that state. You're in a state where you're resisting the present moment. You're in a state where you're not practicing acceptance. And one of the first things I did was starting to practice that acceptance, which is actually really challenging, as you can imagine. And I just started listening more and just started just going with the flow in a way and starting to look at my vision and starting to question. And I continue to plan and prioritize. And I realized I needed to work more on my mindset in terms of my faith, my faith that things are happening for me, my faith that is not about the destination, even though I'll get there, but it's about the journey. It's about the impact. It's about serving. At least that's why I left corporate, really, to serve. I left corporate because really early on my corporate career, I realized that I wasn't happy. And I realized that I needed the clarity and the understanding of myself to figure out who I want to be for the first time ever. Before that, I was just following a checklist. What is success? Okay, high salary. Let's go. A huge corporation. Work on it. Let's go. Support my family. Let's go. And When I got there, I had everything that a lot of people think success is about. I didn't have that fulfillment piece. And I started just getting obsessed. I started daydreaming about this intersection between achievement and fulfillment. And I started gaining clarity. Hey, who do I want to be? What are the things I want to be doing? How do I want to serve the world? How do I want to help people? I dreamed of one day that becoming my reality. And now it is. I mean, two years into the journey, full time. Of course, this started as a side hustle, side coaching business while I was in corporate for around a year, year and a half. 
And of course, before that, I spent nine years of my whole corporate career getting certified as a coach and a million of things. There was a lot of preparation. What people see as the two years of me transitioning from corporate to full-time entrepreneurship, this started, honestly, since I joined corporate like 19 years ago, of me getting ready because I knew one day it was going to happen. And when that happened, there was a lot of momentum. There was a lot of faith. There was a lot of focus. And I realized, because we run our lives in patterns, I realized when I'm getting close to my anniversary of being a full-time entrepreneur, of having this business as a full-time, I realized that I enter into an area of a little bit of self-doubt. I love it in the way that I'm learning about myself. My husband asked me because he realized that I was doing well. When you look at the numbers, everything is great. And he asked me, are you afraid of succeeding? And I'm like, ooh, that's a really deep question. That's a really great question. Am I afraid of succeeding? Probably, (laughs) to be honest with you. I think I'm afraid at different times of different things. But definitely him asking that question, me realizing I need to strengthen the focus, the hope. I need to be really careful also with the people I surround myself with that They are positive-minded. In this journey of entrepreneurship, your mindset has to be like top-notch to continue going, to continue believing, even though most of the people are not doing what you're doing. At least the people that I spent, I don't know, most of my life with, right? And this was such a great self-discovery moment from me. I think when you lose momentum, that's one of the biggest opportunities to learn about yourself. To get that lesson of that temporary defeat, to apply that lesson. And after you apply that lesson, you start gaining even more momentum. And I was going through a rough time, to be honest with you. Of course, it's not something I put in my story. It's like, oh my God, I'm going through a rough time. I could do that. I just prefer using this channel to be more vulnerable, more than the stories. It's just feel a little bit more impersonal. I think the podcast is like you and I, we are having a connection. We are having a conversation here intimately, vulnerably. So I really enjoy this method. I think when you hit that moment and you slow down, that's a great time of self-reflection. And that's what happened with me. And it was so interesting because I remember hitting a really low moment. And in that low moment, something happened to me, my friends. A person that is close to me, relatively close to me, that person told me that I was not going to make my dream happy, that I was not going to make money doing what I love, that he didn't know what I was doing, that what I was doing doesn't make any sense. And even though at the moment that was really hurtful to hear, and honestly, maybe I'll talk a little bit more about that situation later on when I process it even more, even though I completely forgive that person. And I truly believe that the people that kind of project their fears onto us, because that's a fear, that's a limitation that he has, not me. They love us. So they're trying to do their best to protect us, right? From their point of view, And in that moment, when that person told me that, it was kind of an out-of-body experience. I was like, of course, I didn't meet the energy level of that person. And I decided to walk away at the end of it. I'm like, 
okay, this is not being productive. This is not adding value to anyone. So I'm just going to break the pattern and just walk away from this because it wasn't leading anywhere, to be honest with you. And I remember I was brushing my teeth. And even though I was sad, yes, I cried. I'm a human being. (laughs) Even though I was sad because someone that close was telling me all those things, which by the way, was touching on a lot of self-doubt and insecurity from the previous months. And isn't that interesting when you're going through a low moment and that happened and you go a little bit lower, you go until the bottom until you get back up. And I remember brushing my teeth and feeling this certainty within myself. And not only that, reminding myself of the many moments that I've gotten a no, of the many moments that someone has told me, because believe me, in my journey of immigrating to the US, of, I mean, doing many things that no one that I knew did, I've received many no's. I've received many people saying, you cannot do this. You're not capable of doing this. I mean, I can list, I can make a list or at least 10 scenarios that I can think of, of people telling me, you can't do that. You're not going to succeed at that. And even myself, it's funny because this scenario, I'm talking about this other person, but to be honest with you, we are the ones that we self-impose so many of those fears. We self-impose so many of those limiting beliefs, so many of those limitations. And like I always, when I'm giving presentations about a rejection, building a rejection-proof mindset or resilience, I always tell to the audience, no one can reject you if you don't reject yourself. And I remember brushing my teeth, feeling that certainty, remembering those moments of the many times people have told me, no, you cannot do that. And reminding that my mom and I came here into the United States with zero dollars, just one connection, zero resources, not knowing how to speak English, how to speak the language, but with a vision. We were here in the United States to do, which was uh, building a life of more opportunities, building a life of more freedom, of more fulfillment, being able to be more financially successful too. And just being free, that feeling that you get when you have a lot of options and you can decide to go in any direction. This is what I'm here for, to be honest with you. And just knowing that from nothing, we created so many abundant things. And the only thing that we had was a vision. The only thing that we had was that why, that was vision of freedom, that vision of one day this is going to happen. And that pulled us forward in the right direction towards that North Star, towards that why, even in the most challenging times. I mean, I remember when my mom got fired from her job and she was earning $20,000 a year. When I hear that, I'm like, wow, I mean, that's crazy. $20,000 a year. And she didn't have anywhere else to go. We had the rent of the apartment. And thankfully, I had made enough money from my internships in the oil and gas industry to be able to pay for that apartment, to be able to pay for the food. Because we didn't have any source of income, right? And just seeing that, just seeing that where we came from with no resources, but lots of resourcefulness, 
and knowing that we made a lot from it, just thinking that by experience, it gave me a lot of certainty of like, everything is possible. Everything that I put my mind into is possible. It doesn't matter how many people say the opposite. I'm going to believe myself. I'm going to set high standards for myself and I'm going to follow through. And like I said, temporary defeat doesn't mean permanent failure. When you go through life, most of the things that you're going to face are those temporary defeats because that's what we learn. If we would be winning all the time, yeah, win feels good, of course, for like 15 minutes, maybe a little bit more. But at the end of the day, the secret sauce of life is really learning through the challenges, is learning through anything that at the moment we feel that we cannot go through. And that was a defining moment for me. That moment that it was kind of interesting. I'm not giving any details, but it was really heated, as you can say. And not from my part, (laughs) but from the other person's part. And for me to be able to stand back up and say, nope, I'm going to do it. And what I ended up doing, which is what I recommend to all of my clients, you start with one thing, okay? When you lose momentum and you feel you have lost all the progress that you had, you got to start with one thing and you commit to one thing and you're consistent to one thing and you show up for that one thing. For me, it was uh, working out going out to the gym, okay? Why I think our physical body is the foundation. For me, working out, it doesn't come naturally for me, to be honest with you. So it's something that it challenges me. It's something that it feels uncomfortable and that I can be consistent at if I focus my efforts into it. So I started with one thing, working out, working out, working out. And then I added another thing and another thing and another thing. And I'm recording this podcast episode right now at 8.23 p.m. on April 17th, because to be completely honest with you, (laughs) I've been a little bit delayed in my podcast episodes, even though you haven't realized it, because I've been posting every week. But next week, today is April 17th, next week there will not be an episode because I was recovering. Let's just say that. Um, Yeah, so... 8.24 p.m., I promised myself this morning that I was going to finish my list of things to do, that I was going to be productive, that I was going to be focused, and I needed to record this podcast episode, at least one. So 8.24 p.m., I'm here showing up after my coaching sessions, making sure things happen, because it is important to keep the promises to yourself. That's where confidence gets built. That's where decisiveness gets built not making a decision. It's actually a decision. It's indecision. And whenever we are in those moments where we lose momentum, what I've realized, again, through my coaching clients and myself, is that we start becoming indecisive because we are not taking action. You got to choose one thing and take action and take action and then add to it and add to it and add to it. And that's how you build momentum. Well, having faith that you will get back on track because many people... They just get off track and they're like, well, see, I cannot do it. I just can't. I can't. You got to believe that you can. It doesn't matter how many times you fall off track. You get back on. You get back on. You get back on. Resilience is a muscle to really practice. And again, it's not about the outcome. It's really about the journey. And the last reminder (laughs) that I'm going to leave today, which I've said it already like four times, temporary defeat 
doesn't mean permanent failure. If you keep faith, if you stay resilient, my friend, you're going to gain that momentum back in no time. I hope you had an amazing time with this podcast episode. I had a lot of fun with it. And talking about fun, something that I realized is that I was taking things very seriously. I was taking things, I got to do this, I got to do that. And I decided to have more fun. Like a few weeks back, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have fun. I'm going to do the things I get to do while enjoying it, while purely being in it. No multitasking, only monotasking. And I just feel my mood be more playful, just having fun. And I just needed to share this with you because so many times people see me in social media, they see how productive I'm being, they see all of the things in the front of my business and they're like, how can you do it all? No, I don't do it all. I have my challenges too. I have the times where I hit rock bottom. I mean, again, this transition from corporate to entrepreneurship is no joke. It's very different. And even though I've been in these two years, it's still different. So it's still something I'm adapting to. It's challenging, but I love the challenge and I have fun and I just love enjoying, love it, serving my clients, <laughs> serving all of you through this podcast, through the weekly newsletters, through the many resources and tools I share. So I really appreciate you. And if this is something that you have struggled with, I have so many tools. <laughs> I have so many skills that you can learn in order for you to get back on track because we are not going to be perfect when the journey is not about perfection the journey is about you having the skills and tools to get back on track it's not going to be perfect and pretty and all linear line what matters are the tools and skills to get you back on track if you're ready to get those tools skills if you're ready to grow to go to the next level my friend make sure to schedule a clarity call with me. If you're curious about coaching, hey, what can she help me with? I'll be happy to talk to you. It's like 45 minutes, okay? It's free, no cost. I've helped so many clients with these same challenges of feeling lack of pleasure, really, feeling that they don't have a direction, feeling stuck, feeling that they lost momentum, feeling that they're procrastinating all the time. If you're someone like that, just reach out to me. I'm here to help. I hope this podcast episode was super helpful and I'll see you next week. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.